The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com slash survey today. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing four weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, and Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, as well as four event podcasts with miniseries releases at staggered intervals, Curse Code and Crown, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pot, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise today. Welcome back, Initiates, to the Mythos Mysteries, a live-play Pulp Cthulhu podcast where improvisers and comedians venture into dangers beyond their wildest imaginings. I am H.P. Helmfirth, your host on this journey into darkness. The mystery punchers are preparing to rob New York's Metropolitan Museum. Richter attempted to ward the team against Egyptian curses. Adrian got advice from Sprinkles in Central Park. And Red decided they should infiltrate the target and set off in search of better guns. So venture forth with us, dear friends, into the mythos. Night falls on the city of New York. And while many plans and many schemes are unfolding uh, throughout the the vast web of the concrete jungle, uh, the one that concerns us this evening is that of Old Man Richter, Adrian Diesel, and Red, as the mystery punchers set out to rob the Met. 
the three of you have been tasked uh, by two times Marvin Gatsby to um, infiltrate uh, the Met, uh, reobtain his sweet, sweet shipment of delicious, illicit Canadian liquor uh, from the Tutankhamun exhibit that is currently being set up, and get out, uh, all while avoiding the NYPD, who have been alerted to the possible presence of uh, illicit goods being moved through the museum, uh, the museum security, as well as uh, the possible mob connections uh, that may have uh, received information about the shipment from their mole in the uh, inside the NYPD. So um, the three of you have set out uh, with a mission of um, just straight-up infiltration, so you're going full stealth, just trying to sneak in. Uh, luckily, Adrian um, spent some time Rocky-style training uh, with a master of stealth, a stray cat that he met in the park, um, to uh, help him infiltrate. Um, what do we think the approach to the museum is going to be? Uh, I will say the Met in the 30s was smaller than the current Met, but still very big, still very big museum. Um, I don't know the layout. So we're going to be doing a little bit of Calvin Ball with, hey, we think we'd like to go here. So don't worry about like, oh, I don't know the, the geography. I don't know what I can say. Just tell me what you think your approach would be, and then we can figure it out with dice. I think the approach would be uh, find a back door that's used by the night cleaners. Okay. And and wait till one of them inevitably like leaves to dump the garbage and then sneak in. Okay. Um, Richter, you've probably spent the most time at museums of anyone in the Mystery Punchers. Um, what is your input on that plan, if any? Um, that sounds like a good plan to uh, to Richter. He's never been in a museum like the Met. Mm. Have you never, I think we established this, you've never been to New York, right? No, no. Right. So it's huge to him. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, so um, who would be your lookout uh, to determine where this back door is? As in who's going ahead kind of thing? Um, I mean, mechanically, I'm asking um, whose stats are we going to use? But I think, oh. yeah, who would be our scout going? That's narratively we'll like, yeah, I mean, oh, in theory, I think all I three would. of you would be together. But OK, I so, think I would. All right, great. So, Claire, in that case, then um, first, I'm going to need stealth from all three of you. Um, I will tell you in advance, this is the least important stealth check of all of the many stealth checks to come. Oh, uh, no. Because this is just how how obvious are you yeah. casing the joint. Museum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I realized that I went for the stealth mission without actually looking as to what my stealth was, uh, which was potentially a bad idea. But Admittedly, you did it. get stabbed in the heart pretty recently and just woke up from a seven-day yeah. coma. I think it's okay to say Red's not necessarily on her game. No. Um... That's that's oh a Ryan, that's a fail. <laughs> it's just red rolling stealth, right? Or we're all rolling stealth? Everybody rules stealth. That's a that's a fail for me. Yeah. See, this may have seemed like the least important thing, but Adrian knew and didn't want to do this because he talked to that fucking cat. I rolled a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Lean Hondo. Oh no. Oh no! Cthulhu week, failure. It's a cosmic uh, failure. Yeah, it is truly yeah. a cosmic failure. Um, just like Doctor Phil. Um, 
So, okay, well, shit. I was expecting you guys to fail, but not at this level. <laughs> Fuck me. Okay, um... <laughs> Tyler, what did you roll? <laughs> Hard success. The oh, man's okay. a ghost. Um, Claire, can you describe to me how Red has arranged them to case the joint? Like, just give me... Paint me a picture of what the ideal we didn't fuck this up version is so that I know specifically what to fuck up. Right. I mean, I think it's, um, uh, we approach them at, we just kind of saunter around the back. I let the other two hang back for a bit while I just kind of casually walk around to see, um, where, where people are coming and going. I find the door. I signal them over. We go in. Okay. Bob's your uncle. Easy peasy. Um, so, Addy, uh, something that um, you remember distinctly from your childhood, and there's not a lot you can remember from your childhood, but uh, as uh, a kid who followed the rules as aggressively as he could when he, uh, when he could, um, you remember that when you're lost, uh, you find an adult and you ask them for help. It's just a basic, basic thing. And although that makes no fucking sense in an infiltration sense, um, what I love about the way you've structured Adrian is that uh, everything's a little bit siloed for him. So when Red, like Richter is is great at this. He's, he's just disappeared into the woods, but um, there's no woods. It's fucking New York. He's disappeared behind some trash cans. Yeah, he's got um, the shadows. They're working yeah, for yeah. him. Yeah, he's just uh, lurking in the shadows uh, like this, the scarecrow man we've determined he is. Um, for you, Adrian, you see Red getting more and more frustrated because the problem with finding a quote-unquote back door to a museum is that they aren't really there. Um, Miles and I did a weird puppet show at the ROM in Toronto a while back, and like, there's no... It's not like a, you know, like a Walmart or something where there's a clear loading dock and everything else. It's really fucking strange um, partially because of the nature of it and they don't get shipments every day. So you're just kind of walking around this building and you see individual doors, but none of them seem necessarily like what you want or need. And, and uh, Addy, for you, it's very concerning seeing Red get this upset because you know she got a pointy thing in, in, her mad, in her sweet, sweet heart. So you got to help ease her burden. And you know what? Sometimes Red is kind of dumb about these things. When you're lost, you just go ask an adult. And then once you've asked the adult, you'll know where the door is for you guys to sneak in and steal the things. So um, who would Adrian think is the most trustworthy adult that he can see? A police officer. Great. Because if he's a kid, you got to trust the police officers. Yeah. So um, you He's also a white kid. (laughs) (laughs) From a wealthy family. Yeah, a white kid in the 1920s. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Okay, so you see... um, a, uh, a patrolman who is visibly nervous um, and uh, trying to look casual. Um, and uh, he's, uh, he's like patrolling the exterior of the museum, kind of like looking around. Um, and I think he's, uh, he's like a Jim Belushi type. Um, and uh, yeah, he's twirling a nightstick as you do in the 1930s. Um, and uh, 
he's trying to whistle a tune, but he's doing it in the way that people who know they're in a horror movie whistle tunes, where they just assume they're going to be ambushed by a monster anytime, where it's like kind of a half-hearted, like I'm trying to remain calm while clearly being very agitated kind of guy. Hello, my name is Adrian. What's your name? Ah, ah, ah. And he like holds up his nightstick. And he's like, oh, oh, sorry about that, pal. Uh, oh, you're uh, quite a sharp-dressed-looking guy there. My name is... Uh, I'm, I'm Thank Const- you, but... Oh, oh uh, no, no. I'm sorry. I, uh, no, you I, should I can't, say your no, name. You. We can't, I can't talk to strangers. No, I can't talk to strangers. That's a, that, you know uh, that, that that's a good policy. And you told me my uh, your name, and uh, I feel uncomfortable because I haven't told you mine yet. Uh, I'm Constable Barry Bullock. Uh, it's 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 a pleasure to meet you, uh, Adrian. Um, I'm Thank sorry. You. Are you are you going to like a fancy party? No. So I'm here with my boss over there, uh, <laughs> and we're trying to steal a bunch of whiskey out of the King Tut exhibit, but. We need to find a back door to get inside so we can steal. And she is very confused. So could you please help us rob the museum? Oh, my God. Uh, and also, there's an elderly man. He's hiding over there. He's sneaky, but he needs help, too. Ah, oh shit. So now my role didn't fucking matter. God damn it. <laughs> uh, okay, so Ryan, uh, I'm going to need you to roll... <laughs> that was the most hundred yeah. I could give it. Yeah. No, you 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 nailed it, bud. Um, and look, I, I mean, I feel like this is just business as usual. This is something we've seen so many times. Uh, I need you to roll your most classic Adrian roll, fast talk. <laughs> okay. That old oh, chestnut. Playing the ads. Oh, that's a fail. I had to roll under five to succeed, and I rolled 62. Um, And by five, of course, you mean the base stat that is literally printed on the sheet. Yes. Great. Um, So um, Bullock's eyes go wide, and he just says, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think I could help you with that. Hey, um, you know why uh, your boss can't find the door? No. Okay, uh, I was confused by this, too. It's a secret door. Oh, okay. Where do we go? I have to get the whiskey out of the can opener jars. Yeah, I understand. Those can opener jars are pretty good for storing illegal whiskey, right? Yeah, that's where it all is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I get that. Uh, okay, so listen. Um, here's, here's what I'm going to need you to do. I need you to get your boss and uh, your sneaky old man... Uh, he's involved, right? He's not just some guy. He works no, for your he's boss. A, he's a part of the plan. He's okay. important. Oh, good, good, good. It's it's nice he, to help the elderly. He warded us against curses because he knows he wants to steal that whiskey. Right. I asked him why we had to do it, and he said because we need more criminal friends to fight a cult. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that'll uh, that'll happen, man. That's uh. Yeah, that's. He that's... used a mirror to kill like ten people the other night. When you say he used a mirror to kill, like, ten people the other night, do you mean he, he took, did he take pieces of the mirror? And, and did he put those pieces of the mirror in someone? 
Well, he kind of held it up and then threatened them. And then they all killed themselves. So you know what? Maybe it's not his fault. Well, they didn't die. They went to sleep. It's a confusing place, New York. I okay, would wait. like to go back to Helfrith, please. So, so, so wait. So he held up a mirror and then they, they killed themselves. I th- yeah, where's the door, though? Yeah, no, we'll get to that in a sec. Hang on a second. Uh, you said you're from Helmfirth? Yeah. Where, where's that? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so just so I got my, my uh, facts straight so I can help you find the door you need, because there's so many doors, and I don't want to send you through the wrong door, right? You no, want the right no, door. we need the right door. Right. This is oh. important. Okay, so... You're telling me that you need the right door so that you, your boss, and an old man who killed a bunch of people with a mirror, all of you are from a place that you don't know about, are going to rob the King Tut exhibit for whiskey. Yeah, because Marvin Catsfeet needs his illegal whiskey for his jazz club. Okay, I mean, jazz is the devil's music, so yeah, that, that kind of tracks. Yeah, I don't but, like uh, it either. You said Marvin, Marvin, did you say Marvin, Catsby? Marvin Catsby, yep, that's it. Okay, what's his, uh, what's this guy's nickname, do you know? I don't know. Okay, all right, well, um, and uh, you said your name is Adrian. Yep. Why are you wearing a tuxedo, Adrian? Well, what if there's a birthday party? Why would you need a tuxedo for a birthday party? That's what you have to wear to get an invite. You think they're just going to invite some doofus off the street? Okay. Um, Adrian, can you tell me who the president is right now? (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. You know, um, I was real worried for a second there, Adrian, but, uh... You know, I think you're just uh, just a unique individual kind of doing your thing, right? Yeah, I got I got my narwhal, and I'm here, and I got my magic knife, so I'll stab some ghosts if they mess around. Uh, okay, but uh, <laughs> if those ghosts look like people, you're going to stab them? Well, you have to find out whether or not they're evil first. That's the ghost rule. I okay. only shoot the bad people, like when there was that massacre and I got a Tommy gun. Okay, um, all right, uh, well, I think I do, in fact, that door I was going to tell you about, uh, I thought maybe I wouldn't tell you about it, but now I think I'm going to tell you about it. Listen, you grab, uh, you grab your boss and your sneaky old man, you meet me around the corner in five minutes, okay, can you do that? Yeah, they'll be really excited to hear that you have directions for them. Yep, the door you want is just around the corner, I'll make sure it's open for you. Okay, thank you. You're welcome, Adrian. I'll see you real soon, okay, bud? Yeah. Now, don't you stab any ghosts till I see you, okay? Yeah, and don't you try to get us in trouble or I'll have to put you to sleep in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, honestly, uh, I've I've never been to the woods. They sound pretty nice. All right, well, you go get your friends. I'll go get that door open, all right? Okay, it's just over there. Yeah, it's just around that corner. And he just points down the alley. Okay, cool. Uh, we'll go there. Thank you. So, um, Bullock um, heads off um, around the corner to where he told you to go. Uh, and Adrian, full of, of just so much excitement, because it seems like no one understands you. But that guy seemed to really kind of understand. He was still a little weird, didn't quite get everything, but he got most of it. 
Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. I got this really strange email last night. I need to see what's going on with this mystery file. Hey, it's a map of a town called Ocean Bay. Someone sent these images to you for a reason. I'm so lost right now. When was the last time you chose a direction and followed it? I'm going to Ocean Bay. We don't get many tourists this time of year. Ocean Bay is a friendly town, but we're not that friendly. I never sent you an email. I don't even know you. And why exactly are you here? The map is the reason we're here. Maps help when you're lost. Do you know what a trap street is? Trap streets aren't real. They don't exist. Don't trust anyone unless they give you a reason to trust them. I I think he's dead. How could so much damage happen to a human body in such a short period of time? What the hell is going on here? From the creators of Strange Air, this is Trap Street. So maps can have secrets. Yes, maps can have secrets. Follow and hear new episodes of Trap Street anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hey, friends, it's Ryan, but like regular Ryan, as himself, talking about dum-dums and dice. Yes, I'm one of the people behind this show. Obviously, you're listening to the show. You're loving this show. Somebody's doing great. Probably probably not me, but like Tom, he does really good work. Tyler does really good work. Uh, Third person also does really good work. I don't know what show this is on. But the important thing is that you can support the show and join the show at patreon.com slash dice. That's right, that address that I totally just said. Go there, join Dum Dums and Dice, support the show. It's going to be great. Rid, Rid, uh, and you just have a giant man in a tuxedo yelling your name, running towards you down the street. He's like, hey, I found where the door is. You found the door? Where yeah, yeah. I, I met a new friend. His name is... Barry Bullock, and he showed me where the door is, so we can go. Let's get Richter. Addy, why, why are you talking to people? Well, because you got lost, and then you have to talk to an adult to know where to go. Oh, Addy, who was this man? Well, he was a stranger, and then he told me his name, and it's Barry Bullock. I think I did a good job, because you didn't give me any instructions, so I helped. What did Barry Bullock look like, Addy? Uh, he kind of looked like Jim Belushi. (laughs) (laughs) That's the stupidest joke I've made in two years. I know, man. You got me real good with that. That Uh. is, uh, oof. Sometimes that low-hanging fruit just hits you right in the crotch, yep. you know? It's yeah. uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Richter, you've come to join them. Uh, I mean, you know, you heard Belushi, so naturally you joined the conversation, because why wouldn't you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, just so you're aware, Tyler, you are, you are here now for this magical experience we're all sharing. Yeah, so Barry said I have to bring you, Grandpa, and you, Red, to the door. Is, 
Did did this man? Oh God! Is, Is there this anyone man else have a involved? Gun? Well, yeah. Oh, Eddie. Red is he also had else? a stick. Oh, oh no. Yeah, he twirled it around, and he had lots of questions, you know, like a good friend would. I felt like he wanted to get to know me more than I wanted to get to know him, and that's why he's special. Red, is there anyone else from Mr. Gatsby's gang helping us tonight? Um, he did say he had a, a crew ready to transport the booze Okay. Basically, when you give the signal, um, what signal do you think you would set up uh, as red for them? They're again like a very capable crew; they just can't get close to the museum. So, what uh, what's red's uh, preferred uh, signal? Hmm. Um. So they're meeting us at a different location than the museum. Um. Logistically, I think it's kind of a matter of like, if you can give them the signal from the museum, you basically need to get the stuff either to uh, like a loading dock or just alert them. What I'm basically trying to avoid is this is a shipment's worth of booze. So I think it's more of like, if you can get it to a place they can pick it up, they'll just take it. So that could be offsite. It could be onsite. Um, Adrian is still good to carry stuff. Um, I will say that this shipment is a quality over quantity shipment. There yeah. is still a lot of it, but it's not like there's case upon case upon case because that would be impossible to ship this way. Okay. Um, then I think her. Then I think her um, signal would be to <laughs> uh, shoot out one of the windows in the museum. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Because. So next- it, Sorry, because in my mind, that would trigger the police presence to the museum and not around the museum. Right, fair enough. So I think the plan then is that it's not like there's a truck that's going to pull up. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think basically you shoot the window, a bunch of guys pop out of the bushes and rush the museum. Mm-hmm. A truck screams up, they throw as much as they can in the back, and then they all just pile in and drive off. Is I think uh, So it literally is like the exit strategy then is yep. a reverse smash and grab. Yep. We're smashing a different window to draw attention away so that they can grab the loot and go. Got it. Okay, it's a grab so... grab and smash. <laughs> to, a reverse yeah. smash and grab. Yeah. So, uh, to Richter's question, um, uh, we do. We have his men standing by to pick up the goods, but they're not going to be of any help to us right now. They're more of a, a grab and smash crew, shall we say. Well, this Barry Bullock is a man with a gun and a club. Could he be part of Gatsby's... It's a policeman. Uh, Adrian talked to a policeman. I think I I would know him well enough to know that the person he would go to would be a policeman. You absolutely would. This isn't the first time. Yeah, but don't worry. He said he was going to help because I told him the whiskey was inside the can opener jars in the King Tut exhibit. So, like, he knows where we're going. He'll get us there. Does he know where we are right now, Patty? Well, I mean... Not exactly. I told him you were over there, and then I kind of pointed, and then he said, lead them into this alley where the door is in five minutes. Adrian? Yeah? Honey, we're going to have to do some damage control right now, okay? Okay, who hurt you? I'll I'll put him to sleep. Uh, we need you, I need you to go okay. to where you agreed to meet that man. Actually, first, you're going to take me there. We're going to peer around the corner and see if it's just him. If it's just him, we're going to put him to sleep. 
right quick, and then we're going to continue with the job. If there are more of them, well, I'll make that up as we go along. I don't know, because he was pretty nice. I don't think we should put him to sleep. Adrian. If he's there by himself, I bet he's pointing to the door. Addie, he's not going to be taking us to a door that isn't a jail cell, honey. But he promised. You got to leave me to him. Okay. <laughs> he has no objections to that part. Yeah. So he'll right. walk you over to, to the alley. Uh, Richter, yeah. are you going with him? I think he's kind of like, just kind of like hopping from foot to foot, like, uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> um, uh, and I Red, think, what would you, uh, or sorry, Tyler, if you've got more. I, was say, I think, I think being alone and not knowing how to get in would be worse than being with them and whatever trouble they're about to get into. That so he would go okay. with. Fair them. enough. Uh, and Red, what is your plan for this approach? Uh, my plan for the approach is pretty much exactly what I just said, which is um, peer around the corner if the guy's alone uh, or like, yeah, kind of alone. Um, just take him out uh, right quick. Um, all right. So red and only red, I think I need a stealth check um, because Adrian can lead you and Richter that way. But I think you're the only one peeking around. You're not doing like a full, like little rascals, three stooges, like whoop, 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 where each of you like peeks around the corner at a different height. And yep. uh, yeah, it always looks great, but it makes no fucking sense. Uh, <gasps> that, uh, yeah, that's a success. Great. Um, so red, uh, you peek around the corner and your worst fears can, uh, is, uh, Oh Jesus. Words have just literally confirmed. Left Thank you. Confirmed, a word we use in English all the time. Uh, yes, uh, your uh, worst fears are confirmed. Uh, there is a paddy wagon um, that is pulled up. Uh, there is uh, Barry Bullock, uh, but he's talking to a couple of like clearly more specialized cops um, who are holding shotguns and are like awkwardly hiding in front of the car. What do you see? I'm just going to turn around and just, okay, so, great. Terrible. So, uh, she's going to back up, just silently gesture for the three of them to kind of go back to the museum where they were before uh, to get out of earshot. Um, and just say, Adrian. Yeah? I, I need you to know that I am in no way upset with you. Okay. But you've just alerted the entire police force to our presence at this museum. What? No, I just told Barry. Barry is a policeman, Adrian. Yeah. And he just went, and now he's with all of his friends and their guns and their wagon, and they are absolutely planning on taking us away. Now, <coughs> I'm See, not going gonna... I, I think you might have got this wrong, because what if Barry was like, I want to help them even more? And then he'd read the same newspaper I had. And he Adrian. was like, Love Day Massacre. And then they were going to walk us in. Addie. They'd be actual police. Addie. Yes? When have I been wrong about the police? I don't know. <laughs> Adrian, can you roll me a an education check, please? <laughs> I rolled four times my education value. <laughs> it is true. You do not know. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Red is like swallowing 
her frustration right now because she knows it's not going to get her anywhere with him. Um, okay. Okay. Um, you said that you were going to meet them in five minutes? Yeah, pretty much now. Right. Well, a window to get in, get the stuff and get out has drastically shortened, so... She just like, so follow me. And she's just going to like stride towards the back of the museum, really not knowing what she's going to do, but God damn it. She's going to do it. Okay. Um, uh, tell me. Find a, I, I think I just, I find the door that is as far away from the, the cops as possible if there's a lock, I, I try to break it. You can roll a locksmith check. Which no, I did I not can't. know was a thing until I looked at my screen. But yes, I, there is in fact a locksmith roll in this game. Who knew? I mean, I can try. My locksmith is one. Um, so, like, we'll see. Um, Richter, what are you doing? Are you following Red? Are you staying there? What's... Uh, I, uh, I'll, I'll follow her. Um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, over her shoulder, I will say, um, Red, are you attempting to pick the lock on that door? That would be ideal. I don't really want to shoot it out. I was going to say, I imagine your lock picking is just pointing the gun at the lock. <laughs> uh, Red, um, may I attempt to open the door on your behalf. Oh, please. Yeah. Uh, Red, what am I supposed to be doing? How do you, I feel right like you now? weren't happy when I, when I did my own thing, so, like, what thing should I be doing? I need you to stay right by my side, Adrian. Okay. And that is all I need you to do right now. Okay. Adrian, this makes perfect sense to you. Um, because as you know, Red is, is an authority figure. Um, but then a different authority figure yells, Adrian, where you at, buddy? We can't keep this door open much longer. All the whiskey's getting away. Oh, hey, Barry. I'm over here. She's going to clap a hand over his mouth. <laughs> okay, so I need you to roll me a dex save? Um, a dex check, please. Yep. That is... Uh, a hard success. You manage, like, the second you hear the cop yell, you just do it. So he, he does reply, but it's just into your hand. Um, Adrian, I feel like you wouldn't remove her hand. No. So you just speak into her hand in the hopes that Barry can hear you from here. Yeah, and then I think he just looks down at her confused. And through the hand you hear, like, But I didn't move my feet. Richter, go ahead and roll your locksmith check, please. I rolled a 68, which is a success. Hey! <laughs> ah, you <laughs> jerk! shit! <laughs> yeah, I, I have not had to use that stat, so I did not know it was like that. My dude, I didn't know it was a stat in this... <laughs> oh, you just muted yourself. Oh, I am sorry, yes. Uh, I didn't realize that was a stat in this game until a hot second ago, so, like, yeah. fun yeah. for everyone. Um, all right, so um, Richter, just... do you carry lockpicks? No, I, I, I will. Uh, um, if if Red is busy, kind of 
uh, wrangling Addy <laughs> as best she can. Um, I'll pluck a, a bobby pin from mm. your hair, which I'm assuming you have since you wear it in like a, um, you, you like wear it back, right? I wear it in a braid. So yeah, I'll, I'll have a bobby pin in there too. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just reach up and just like pluck the bobby pin and then start working on this this lock. Great. Um, so uh, the lock um, opens fairly quickly. Uh, the weird advantage that you've given yourselves by accident is by not looking for a service entrance for like a loading dock. Mm-hmm. Um, you've actually found a slightly less secure door. Um, if uh, custodial staff was coming and going constantly, likely a little bit more secure. If it's a weird staff door, a little less secure because it's you know just a mm-hmm. door and a wall. Um, you open it, uh, and, um, Addy, you still got a, a hand over your mouth. Um, we've come to a very important, uh, Telltale Games style choice. You know your friend Barry, who was so nice to you. Barry was so nice. Um, and, uh, he's got that door open for you, but now Richter has a different door open. And Red has a, a hand over your mouth. Uh, what do you do? Uh, Red told him to, sh- so he'd just stand there quietly, not moving, because that was what he was instructed to do. Okay. Then, uh, uh, Red is going to kind of sh- give him the finger over the lips, shushing kind of sound, and slowly remove her hand and just say, Adrian, I need you to follow me. And talk to me and Richter only. Do you understand? Okay. Now I need you to be quiet. As quiet as you can. Okay. That's the best she's going to get. And uh, (laughs) they're going to walk in the door. So with that, the mystery punchers, uh, ignoring the, the desperate calls of Barry Bullock, now disgraced constable, uh, and authority figure, um, you step in uh, through a door that you quietly close behind you and find yourself standing in the administrative offices of the most important museum in New York. It must be Richter's birthday. This episode of the Mythos Mysteries features the voices of Ryan the Plant at the Ryan the Plant on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Claire Blackwood at Claire Blackwood on Twitter, and Keeper Tom McGee at McGee TD on Twitter. This episode was edited by Ryan Laplante, and the Mythos Mysteries show logo was created by Decapitated Marker at Decapitated Marker on Twitter. That's M R K R. Our theme songs are Dark Alleys and Sentinel by Kai Engel, and our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R and all of their music is available at freemusicarchive.org When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com Our Twitter and Instagram are dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice We have merchandise available at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice and most importantly you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice that's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. All hail the mythos. 
Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Olin Anderson, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs> Are you two still awake? Dad, we're too excited! You'll be tired at Mockery Manor tomorrow, and it's bigger than ever, so you really do need to sleep. Daddy, tell us about the new expansion. Okay, okay. Yay! Once upon a time, there was a wonderful place, Mockery Manor. Everyone loved it, but sometimes it felt lonely. The manor longed for a companion, so they built a whole new park right next door and called it Claytonville. And it was the... Rootinest, tootinest place you ever did see. Yee-haw! Hop on board the brand new Mockery Railroad all the way to Claytonville. Toot toot! In Claytonville, there are four cowboy lands to explore. Lasso a goat in Farmin Valley. Kiss your girl's best friend in Lovelorn Town. Stop it, Terry. And in Cowboy Christmas Town, hop on down to the Bluegrass Grotto to meet Cowboy Santa. Ho, ho, ho down! And are you brave enough to ride the wildest ride in Claytonville? Look out. It's the Four Spurs Man Train. Are you sleepy now, kids? Yes, Daddy. I can't wait to go to Mockery Manor and Claytonville. Two parks in one and only $19.99 for a family of four. And how about you? Yeah, that's right. You listening to this are you ready to come back to mockery manor season three available now